Welcome to the Holistic Hotties Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Mansfield, and I'm on a mission to help you feel good naked. Not just with your clothes off, but with your masks off. Completely you, completely naked. I want to help you fall so in love with yourself that you can't help but feel good naked. I'm a certified holistic health coach, meditation teacher, and yoga teacher, traveling around the world to further satiate a curiosity for all things healing and true. Feeling good naked is so much more than eating healthily, the bubble baths, and the spa days. It's that deep sense of security, that deep sense of safety in your own body. Here, we're going to talk about how to overcome the roadblocks, the mindsets, the beliefs, and the self-imposed limitations that are keeping you from embodying the most radiant, holistically hot version of you. By pressing play, you're one step closer to feeling good naked. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to the first full episode of Holistic Hotties. I'm so excited you're here. And today I just want to briefly talk about my story and what led me to this mission of transforming your health through mindfulness and ultimately feeling good naked. So without going into too much of the nitty gritty, I just want to give an overview of my journey and what's gotten me to where I am. So I guess it all begins. My first memory, and I'm sure some of you can relate to this, of feeling fat or being aware of a negative body image, being aware of feeling ugly in my own skin, feeling like an outcast because of the way that my body looked, uh, was literally as early as seven years old, which to me is so frightening that, and I grew up pre-social media. I didn't have Instagram at the time. You know, I was seven years old and it was didn't even exist yet. So I can't even imagine what kids are experiencing now, but that was my experience. So as early as seven years old, I remember comparing myself to other girls in my grade, um, starting to be teased about being overweight, starting to feel this need to hide food and starting to have this unhealthy relationship with food in my body and and starting to identify with solely how my body looked. Moving into my teenage years, I struggled with anorexia, bulimia, um, I overexercised, but I also did everything in my power to appear as though I was healthy, appear as though I had it under control, appear as though I had a good relationship with food. And I'm sure other people can relate to this, whether that be using the excuse of, I'm not hungry when you go out with friends, or I already ate, or... No, I just really love to run 11 miles every day. <laughs> like, n- no, I don't. <laughs> um, but starting to have this very unhealthy association with food, with working out, and ultimately with myself. So all those years I was marinating in this negative self-talk and these beliefs that my worth and my deservingness came solely from the way that my body looked and whether or not I was desired by men or perceived beautiful by societal standards, aka whether or not my body looked a certain way. So I spent mostly my whole life living like this. And as you can imagine, it got to a point where it was not sustainable. I mean, I I was so unhappy. I was so depressed. I was so far away from knowing who I was. I was at a point where I honestly couldn't even tell you what I liked and what I didn't like. I was just living day to day, thinking about how I could stay skinny, (laughs) thinking about how I could maintain my desirability 
in living in this world of essentially a deep, deep hatred for myself and for my inability to be perfect. Why couldn't I have a perfect body like everybody else that I saw? Why couldn't I have a flat stomach like everybody else that I saw on social media and TV? And honestly, I felt like everywhere I looked aside from when I looked down or in the mirror. So, and so operating from this space for so long, like I said, I was essentially marinating in the self-hatred and you can imagine what that does to your health. So eventually when I was about 24, my body started yelling at me. It started saying, we can't keep going like this. And I started experiencing a lot of health problems, a lot of hormonal problems um, that manifested as acne, that manifested as fatigue, that manifested as moodiness, that manifested as brain fog. And for a long time, that honestly spiraled me into even more self-hatred because I wasn't ready to listen. I wasn't able to listen to my body yelling at me saying, we can't keep fighting each other. I can't keep doing everything in my power to keep you safe and to keep you healthy while you spend every day hating me and fighting me. I can't do it. So it stopped (laughs) and rightfully so. And so I had no choice but to really stop and listen and figure out a way to change because I knew I knew deep down it wasn't sustainable the way I was living, the way that I mentally was living in so much anxiety and so much uncertainty and so much overwhelm all the time, just chaos and noise in my head. So I knew it wasn't sustainable. However, I also was not able or willing at the time to make any changes or to undergo any transformation because what the alternative was, was too scary. The alternative of potentially letting go of my restriction, letting go of control and having to trust in something else, having to abandon the island of myself and seek help or seek any kind of tools outside of myself um, was way too scary. There was just no way until I had to. I had no choice. And so I luckily was surrounded by people in my life at the time who had undergone something similar. And with their help and their guidance, I was able to slowly start to shift the way that I perceived what was happening. As opposed to what was happening to me, I started to see what was happening, how this was happening for me, how my body was doing everything it could to heal for me, and starting to really get still and look at what I had done in my mind, in my lifestyle, in my habits, my patterns to get me to this place. How had I contributed to landing in this space? And thus began my journey inwards. And let me tell you, it has been quite the journey. Um, So at this point, I'm about three years into my healing and self-love journey. And, And it has not been easy at times. However, it has changed my life. It has transformed me. It's transformed my life. It's transformed the way that I perceive life. It's been the most important and most influential 
journey that I've ever undergone and will ever undergo. It will be for the rest of my life. And I'm excited about that. It started when I found meditation. Unless this is your first time tuning into my content, you know that a big pillar of what I do with my work and with my clients in transforming their health is via mindfulness. So through meditation through and through cultivating mindfulness. So when I found meditation, I didn't know that I had found meditation. <laughs> I started listening to what I perceived as more of spoken word. And it started to help me shift my energy from a place of despair and self-hate, knowing that when I got up to look in the mirror, I would see all of these symptoms of what my body was trying to heal from, aka blemishes and tiredness. And so it started to help me shift from that space energetically to a place of love and compassion for myself in the journey that my body was undergoing. At that time, I began to meditate. However, didn't know that's what I was doing. (laughs) And it basically consisted of me laying in bed, closing my eyes, listening to this guided meditation or spoken word and becoming present, tuning into my breath. And slowly the grasp of my anxiety and my self-hate started to loosen. And then I came across a book on someone posted on their social media. And for some reason, I had a calling to buy this book, which is not something I often do. And it's called Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. If you've met me in person, I've probably found a way to weave this book into our conversation and recommend it to you because it literally changed my life. Like it's one of the best books I've ever read. And I wish I could say I were sponsored by Joe Dispenza or by his publishing company or whatever, so I could get some sort of cut from all the people that I've turned on to it. Anywho, and essentially what that book did for me was help conceptualize the science behind meditation and how to use meditation to heal your body and transform your life from the inside out. And then I started to really become serious about my meditation practice, about making sure that meditation was a part of my daily routine even just five minutes, I found a time to get still, ground into the present moment, and look inward and create an internal cocktail of self-love. And then slowly, I started to see everything change around me. I started to notice I was more patient. I was more calm. I was more joyful. I was more mindful when it came to eating. I was more aware of my compulsion to restrict. I was more aware of of the thoughts that started to creep in. And I was more aware of my tendencies to spiral and was more able to intercept that. And instead of spiraling, observe what I was choosing to believe and choose something different. In that point, I began to carve different pathways in my brain. I began to change my habits, change my patterns of thinking. And of course, just like any other human, I still have days where I notice that I have more critical thoughts about my body. Instead of shaming myself for having those, I'm able to find more compassion. I'm able to question them. I'm able to tune back inward and tune into whether or not the thoughts I'm having, the thoughts I'm thinking are true and whether or not I want to believe them and whether or not I want them to affect my emotional state in this moment and affect the people I'm with, affect the way I am showing up in this moment because of the thoughts that I am thinking about myself. 
And all the while during this journey, while I was delving into my own spiritual practices, I was also becoming certified as a holistic health coach, learning so much more about nutrition and the way to properly fuel our bodies and the intermingling of our mind and our bodies and our nervous systems and the way that we operate as one whole human being as opposed to these separate systems. So my whole paradigm of health and healing started to shift. And that's when I started to feel the passion bubbling inside me for for my own journey and for helping and guiding other women on theirs. Because if anyone has ever felt even just a fraction of the unhappiness and anxiety and self-loathing that I did growing up from the time I was seven to the time I was 24, then I felt like it was my obligation. It was my purpose here to utilize the transformation I'd undergone to help other women realize and stand in the truth of their perfection, of their beauty, of their worthiness, literally just as you are for breathing, for existing, for being here, for taking up space. You are worthy. You are deserving. You are perfect. And For me to really say that and feel that on a cellular level, given where I'd come from, blows my mind. Some still blows my mind sometimes. Like I'm just, I'm just so grateful for this journey and so grateful for the transformation, the people that have guided me, the books, the podcasts, everything that that has been a part of my own journey. And so my passion is to give it back, is to help anyone who is even just two steps behind where I am, move forward on their own journey, on their own healing journey, in their own self-love journey. And ultimately, how that manifested for me as well is to feel good naked. And if you don't know, that's my signature program as a holistic health coach. And the reason I named it that is because I was so sick of being scared to get naked. I was so sick of being scared to take off my clothes and look in the mirror and avoid mirrors. And when I did look in the mirror, all I had to say was, were negative things. And I was so freaking sick of that. It's just exhausting. And my body doesn't deserve it. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve to live in that emotional state of feeling insecure, of being anxious, whether or not somebody else is judging my body, whether or not they think I look good. I don't have time for that. I think I look good. So I'm going to feel good freaking naked. And anywho, that's one of the most transformational shifts, or that's one of the most exciting shifts that came about on my self-love journey amongst everything else. This ability to love being naked. Um, and not that I'm like a nudist or anything. I'm not against that. I think that'd be so fun. And granted, you know, if we rock up to a new speech, I will definitely partake. But it has more of a multi-dimensional meaning. It's not just feeling good physically naked. That's amazing. That's awesome. That is an amazing perk of this transformation. However, it's feeling good completely naked without your mask, feeling good expressing your thoughts, feeling good holding your boundaries, feeling good voicing your opinion, feeling good saying that joke, whether or not anybody laughs, feeling good wearing your favorite top, feeling good knowing what your style is, feeling good being you, essentially, feeling good being your most authentic, unapologetic, uninhibited, most radiant, playful, contagiously beautiful 
self. And that is what I'm here to do. And that is what I'm here to guide you to. So I hope this episode gives you a little bit of a background, a little bit of more understanding of who I am, what my journey is, why I'm so passionate about being here. You can always find me on Instagram. Uh, I'm at IamCatMansfield and also at Harmonia.Health. And I can't wait to see you back next week for our first quote-unquote real topic. Bye.